The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bears fans are currently dreaming about the potential of Devontae Adams coming to the Chicago Bears via trade. We're going to talk about the likelihood of that happening or unlikelihood. We're also going to take a look at players to look out for as the Bears face the Lions on Sunday. And then lastly, rookie Braxton Jones has quietly improved greatly over the second half of the season. We're going to be breaking that all down, plus more, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, so it was recently released that David Carr will be benched for the final two games of the season, and this is kind of a precursor to the Raiders kind of resetting their offense, going into a rebuild for what it is. And so a lot of people right now uh, are, are, are daydreaming about, can the Bears acquire wide receiver Devontae Adams? And so this guy is a true number one. He's a pro bowl wide receiver. Um, he, the, the Raiders had just got him from the Green Bay Packers on top of that, but kind of considering the fact that they are trying to save roster 20, $29 million in cap space. If they do move on from Derek Carr before, uh, February 15th. Um, and so we'll see what happens with that, but at the end of the day, it's this, and looking at what happens with this, uh, trade is that if the Raiders do look to move Devontae Adams, it's going to be extremely difficult to make the money work. Considering he is in the midst of a five-year, $141 million deal, and he has a $31 million cap hit for the Raiders if he was to be moved before June 1st. Now, that doesn't mean that that's necessarily going to be something that stops the Bears from maybe going out and getting a number one wide receiver that can definitely instantly impact and improve this wide receiver core and get Justin Fields the much-needed weapon that we all know that he rightfully deserves as the franchise quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Now. I'm not here to burst any bubbles. We, I think even the Bears fans that are most optimistic and hopefully about a trade like this going down knows that it's highly unlikely. But I don't think that the Bears should necessarily trade, um, especially not any draft capital when you have as many, um, as many uh, holes to fill as what the Chicago Bears do. But I would, not, I would be lying if I didn't say that the, 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 the prospect of bringing in Devontae Adams to the Chicago Bears isn't extremely intriguing. And in a way, if you do do a move like this, we've talked about T. Higgins. We've talked like and T. Higgins could very well also be something that helps the Bears greatly. But Devontae Adams would be a surefire bet that instantly becomes probably the best weapon in the wide receiver core. Now, let me not say probably. Right. I'm, 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 I'm trying to, to, to save myself. But at the end of the day, no, he would be the number one option for Justin Fields and still Tons of great weapons with Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney, and especially if you can get him and then bring him in and have a full training camp with the Bears, working that chemistry. He's only 30 years old, so he still kind of fits the Bears' timeline. Yes, he's not as young as some of the other players we have on this team, but at the end of the day, it gives you time to really see what you have in Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool while adding a all-pro, first-team wide receiver in Devontae Adams and a big target at that being 6'1", 216 pounds. So it is a lot to be said about if the if if they're able 
to do that. But we'll see, right? I'm not necessarily saying that it's that it's impossible um, to, that, 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 that it happens, but I'll just say this, like, for the Bears to make that type of move, I'd be interested to see what it would take because the Raiders, if they go do go into a rebuild, um, and we know with the NFL, rebuilds in the NFL can happen a lot, can turn around a lot quicker than in other, than in some of the other sports. If they were to do that and make that type of trade, what would it take? Could you avoid giving up your first round pick in this draft? Could you maybe give up some future first, maybe a, a second or something like that? It it really would hit. Like I said, as, as far as the the cap hit and things like that. I, the money can always be worked out, especially when you are the Chicago Bears and you have upwards of $120 million in cap space. You can always work out the money if both sides are motivated to do so. But the question remains is that are the Raiders, do the Raiders feel like their rebuild is going to take a long time? Do they think it's something that they can do on the fly to where they may not even look at moving a Devontae Adams and hope that he's going to still be there? Um, and Devontae Adams already, you know, in in talking about the, the benching of of Derek Carr says, obviously, I support my guy talking about in supporting um, uh, David Car- Derek Carr. So we'll see. But I do think that it is a very intriguing prospect for the Chicago Bears to add that type of talent to the roster. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that some people do. I don't even think it's a foregone conclusion that they necessarily move Devontae Adams. We'll see if that's if that happens. But it's going to be an interesting prospect and thing to watch. I'm not saying that I'm against it. If the Bears were to do that move, that would that would surefire signal that they are definitely, which we already think and we're aware that they're going to do, but they're going to be making a push to not just be a playoff team, but to be a considerable, maybe even contender for not only playoffs, but definitely in in in, in the NFC um, championship. We'll see what this team does, but it's definitely an intriguing prospect. You guys can let me know what you think about it down below. All right, let's get into the kind of game talk. We have with the Detroit Lions coming up. And I want to take a look at specific players that we need to look out for if having big games against the Chicago Bears. And, of course, the first one up is the quarterback, Jared Goff. Jared Goff, while I'm not giving him the better, he's, he's an okay quarterback. We got the better quarterback. But you absolutely want to look out for him, and especially when you have uh, no Jalen Johnson, no Eddie Jackson, no Jack Sanborn, right? And, and, and we haven't, you don't have those, we haven't gotten a lot of sacks, a lot of potential for interceptions, things like that. This is a player you definitely want to look out for. Um, He's thrown for 14 touchdowns and seven interceptions through eight games. So, you know, we'll see what what, what happens in that time. But, you know, it, it we'll see. Over his last seven games, Goff has thrown 12 touchdowns and no interceptions over his last seven games. So this is a player that definitely could hurt the Chicago Bears. Now, the next one up, kind of go hand in hand. That's DJ Clark. Chark, I should say. This is definitely somebody that the, the, the secondary is going to have to keep a lookout for. They're going to have to keep a lookout. They're probably going to try to, I don't are people, are teams even trying to attack Kyler Gordon anymore with the playmaking ability he's been flashing lately? But him and Jameis Williams, Jamison Williams are both players that you want to look out for not having big games against the Chicago Bears defense. Uh, they're tied in as well. Zalastra, Zalistra, however you say it, you want to look out for him as well. This is going to be a game in which the Chicago Bears defense is going to have to, sh- they flashed some things for me in the last couple of weeks that I didn't necessarily see or expect to see with as many injuries as we have on the secondary and just the players that we've lost on the defensive side of the ball. If the Bears can have a solid defensive game against these Detroit Lions, this is definitely a winnable game for the Bears. This is probably the only game that I do think that the Bears can win left on their schedule. Now, it could be said that should they even be trying to win? Yes, if you're going to be on the court, and Justin Fields has said this, you play to win the games. You don't play for draft picks. Let it work the way it's out. At the end of the day, it's this. 
on a, a a team that has lost eight games straight, you you try to win every time. We may not have the talent to win, and that's fine. But you 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 want to try to win. We want this team to show some heart. We want this team to develop uh, winning ways, and to do that, they should absolutely try to win the game. Now, even if they do try to win, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win. And as we've seen so far with the Bears season as well, it seems like they try to win in the first half, and then the second half, they kind of just let it do what it do. So we'll see what that turns into, but these are definitely players that I want the Bears to look out for as they face the Detroit Lions because it could be interesting. Now, before we go, we've talked a lot about rookies on this team. We've talked about Jack Sanborn, Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon. These are the players that you expect. If you can talk a little bit about Dominique Robinson and what he can mean, but one of the key players on this team and rookies that earned a starting position was Braxton Jones. And Braxton Jones has had a nice increase. And I've said it before, one of the things that I've talked about, even in uh, yesterday's video talking about potential free agents and when I brought up Orlando Brown Jr. and things like that, Braxton Jones, through the first half of the season, had 246 pass blocking reps, and he um and he's had 231 in the second half of the season. But in that, in his, his, his efficiency in the first half of the season, he allowed for four sacks, three hits, 18 uh, hurries, and overall 25 pressures. In the second half so far of the season, he's only allowed two sacks, one hit, nine hurries, and 12 pressures, meaning that he has shown the growth and development that you expect from a rookie offensive lineman that is protecting one of the, 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 the weak side of our quarterback. So Braxton Jones, I do think, is, is showing development. I do think that he should still be a starting piece on this offensive line as you make improvements to the other spots. But I also wanted to acknowledge just the improvement that Braxton Jones has had, especially when you look at the eight different offensive line um, rotations that we've had, or lineups that we've had over the course of this season. Let me know what you guys think about Braxton Jones down below. Do you believe in Braxton Jones, especially as a rookie, especially as we look? And that's going to be one of the first videos that I do in the offseason is, is reevaluating Ryan Pohl's first rookie class and just looking at how they performed over the course of the season. But Braxton Jones has done pretty damn good, it's especially uh, according to Pro Football Focus, all, all those type of stats and analytics. He's put together a pretty good season for the Chicago Bears. But you guys can let me know what you think about everything down below. Uh, make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. I'm sorry. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. ChicagoBearsCentral at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys, like I like to end every episode on, bear down, love you guys. Peace, y'all.